welcome once again to another episode of Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. Hey, before we begin, I would like to, you know, normally I open up the show with, you know, we talk, we just jump into what we do and the rules and all that good stuff. But before we begin, I would like to say this episode will be dedicated to my my aunt, Willie Mae Christian. My aunt passed away earlier this week, and uh, I just want to dedicate the show to her and all the family. And I want to say this, too. Although my Aunt Willie will be missed, she was well-loved, and she will be loved. Every once in a while, a person comes along that um, God makes a special person, and that's how my Aunt Willie was. She was she was a favorite. And with the passing of my Aunt that is the end of my mother's brothers and sisters. We used to refer to her, her as the last hang standing. And as you can see, those who email me, my address is always, my email address is Hammond Haynes production or Haynes is always the signature as to the call and call as to what we do, because that's, that's what we are. Regardless of whatever some of my uh, kin folks, cousins, and sure we have different names now with Jones, uh, Hammonds, Fletchers, um, Greenberries, um, you know, just a whole host. But at the end of the day, we will always be Haynes. So, like I said, I want to dedicate today's show to my Aunt Willie. Aunt Willie, may you rest in love. Now, today's show, let's get on with the show. Now, we know today is good. This is another episode. This is episode 12, Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. for the Rule Breakers. Now, let's go over the rules. Sports Therapy is sports entertainment only. We don't talk, uh, we don't get medical advice. <laughs> we don't get medical rights. We don't talk uh, politics. I don't give a fat rest butt what the Democrats are doing, nor do I care what the Republicans are doing. We don't talk sexual orientation. All are invited to listen. All are invited to call in. And the number to call in is always 940-329-4110. And when you call in, you can be a live guest. But I'll keep always keep in mind that, to uh, Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. is streamed live on Facebook and YouTube. And after the day, we can be heard as part of uh, Instagram and Twitter and Twitch and everywhere else. So you can always get your sports therapy on. Now, callers, remember, if you're new to the show, callers call in and you get two minutes. You can rip, rant, raise a little hell, kick some sand, do whatever you want to do. You have two minutes and four beer for me to stop anybody in the middle of a good rant. So now, on with the show. This Thanksgiving is finally uh, out of the way for some of you who just could not wait to kick poor Thanksgiving to the curb. Uh, you know, had a good Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. And I always remember Thanksgiving is about family. It's to give thanks. You know, it, it doesn't matter where you come from or how much you have or what you live in and uh, how big. At the end of the day, Thanksgiving is about giving thanks. Spend that quality time with your family. Even <laughs> even your frenemies. That's a new word I, I learned from the young people I work with. Frenemies. So, hey, just give thanks. Now we can start rolling on to Christmas. Now, let's jump into the show. Uh, like I said, this is week 12, and as you can see, I am always decked out in the standard uniform, augmented by the cool hat, followed by the cool, cool beard. It will always be the standard uniform because I am a commanding fan. And you guys know when you call, there is no fan shaming on Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr., but I am neutral, just like Switzerland. I don't, <laughs> I am neutral, but I expect to, uh, get some calls in from, uh, especially from my Saint fans and Rams and, 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 uh, and some of those who took it on the shorty shorts today. Cowboys, you all should just be just as happy as you can be because you all took the poor Giants behind the woodshed. And as my, my mom used to say, time they behind. <laughs> so it's all good in the neighborhood. So I am looking forward to a good show. And you guys know, as I always say, man, I love it. I get my uh, my energy and all that from my caller. So, hey, call in and uh, 
and then we can just get this thing going. But you know what? I got a call already. Uh, I recognize the number. <laughs> Let's see what we got going on. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. Hello. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. Hello. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. Hello. Uh oh, we got some technical difficulties. Let's see what we got going on. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. Uh, we starting off wrong. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got now. Hold on. Hello. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. Hello. All right. Looks to me like what's going to be one of those days when we've got to hang up Hello? and call back again. All right. Because a lot of times when I uh, when you use the system, uh, sometimes we just have these uh, difficulties. So let's see. Can we uh, let's see? And most of the time it's me. <laughs> but today, today is not me. So I'm going to. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we're gonna try all back over. Because I'm gonna have to redial. All right. Let's see. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to shut it down. I'm I'm not going to end the show, but I'm going to end this particular call in. And then we're going to do this bad boy all back over again. Let's see. Can we do that? All right. Let me start a new show. Thank you for calling Colin Studios host and call screener line. Please enter your show or meeting number and press. Enter your six digit pin number. Welcome host. You are now in the host room and can manage your callers from the Colin studio web interface. All right. Let's see. So that was, let's see, let's see what this work. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. Hello. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. Hello. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. Hold on. Hello. Hello. Let's see. Can we fix these difficulties? Hold on. Had to jump off air to see what is the technical issues we're having. So let's, because uh, normally when I use this particular program, let's see here, so we're going to have to try again. You know what they're saying? First, you don't succeed. <laughs> Cold. Try, 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 try again. Let's see what we Can we make this work? 
Bear with me, folks. The fun thing about when you're doing live, 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 all the way live, we have these issues from time to time. Thank you for calling Colin Studios host and call screener line. Enter your six-digit PIN number. Let's see if this is going to work. That was an invalid PIN for SAS line. Please re-enter your six-digit PIN. If you think you are... That was an invalid PIN for SAS line. Please re-enter your six-digit PIN. If you think you have reached the wrong show, hang up and try again. I think someone will have your vacation. <laughs> Thank you for calling Colin Studios host and call screener line. Please enter your show or meeting number and... Enter your six-digit PIN number. Welcome, host. You are now in the host room and can manage your callers from the call-in studio web interface. All right, we're going to see if that's going to work. We're having major technical difficulties today. Okay, let's see. Sports David F.A. Jr. Sports Day every day, Fred Jr. Hello? Are you able to hear me? Yes. All right. Sorry about those difficulties. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know. At the end of the day, it is what it is. We got it worked out. But uh, sorry for that. But uh, glad to have you call because I know this is uh, Jay. So I know you have a lot to say today, Jay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm frustrated about the, the, the offense. I don't know what we just saw, but Camaro fumbling, that did not happen. I mean, that didn't help. We missed field goals. Like, field when we should be running the ball. We ain't getting no points on the ball, on, 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 on the board. Like, come on. We had many opportunities, and we, we, couldn't, we couldn't do it. Yeah. Frustrating. <laughs> now Jay, you know I uh, and and I tell uh, my fans I try to to uh, I try to I do my best to look at all the games so that when my callers call in, I have a good idea as to what happened and what took place. But I always get locked in on specific teams because there's a uh, I, I would call a a, a large following a large following of uh, specific, specific teams in this area, I know. Um, Saints, Chiefs, Cowboys, how about them Cowboys, <laughs> Steelers, and whatever. And so I usually get locked in, and and, uh, and so I got locked in on them there Saints today. And I'm going to tell you, I watched the beginning of the game, the beginning of the game. I'm talking about within the first, I don't know, two minutes, Saints had the ball. And Alvin Kamara fumbled the ball on their own freaking 30-yard line, which led to the first 49er score. And then from there, I was thinking, you know what? It's going to be a long uh, – but they, but I will give to the Saints, their defense played pretty good. They uh, they they held yeah, them on that drive to just three. Yeah. 
But I, I you know, and I, and I tell callers that you know when you call into the show, you get two minutes to rip, rant, <laughs> kick knowledge or whatever. And I say, you know, you can't talk about the whole show because at the end of the day, we'll be here talking about one show and when uh, other callers wouldn't get the opportunity to call in. But, but the Saints were, although the, the final score was like 13-0, but the game was much closer because the Saints kept shooting themselves in the foot. They kept shooting themselves in the foot. Um, Kamara fumbled two times. To the point to where I think the uh, the team lost confidence in him and took him out of the game. Can you imagine your star player not even in the game because you can't trust him? Yeah, we needed him, and he just he just couldn't do it today. He couldn't I do it. Be all right this time, but today just won his day. Guys kept. Uh, uh, in fact, uh, one of the fumbles that uh, the second fumble that he had. You guys were like uh, first down. On the go, man. <laughs> fuck it in. Yes. They threw it to him. And the minute he turned to look like he was getting ready to score, and boom, the ball got popped in the air. Uh, and 49ers recovered that one. But, Jay, that wasn't the, the play that I think sent you over the edge. Well, I know what sent me over the edge for you, and I was watching. Um, it was about seven, eight minutes left, and the Saints needed to score because y'all need to score twice. The Saints got the ball on the 49ers' three-yard line. They are first in goal from the three-yard line, and they would not run the ball at all. They had four plays in a row of trying to pass the ball to eventually they didn't even score. Didn't score. Then they got it back. They got it back, and uh, they just couldn't do anything with it. It was like they didn't – it's like the 49 was trying to give you guys the game and y'all wouldn't take it. I don't know what to say. I'm just – I don't know what to say. Jay, can you talk? Can, can, can you push the volume up on your phone? We didn't even get a field goal. Nah, you guys didn't get anything. The final score was thirteen to zero. Thirteen to zero, and it wasn't like the Saints didn't have opportunities to score. They, you guys, had about five opportunities inside the. Uh, 49ers territory. And each time they either fumbled, uh <laughs> they either fumbled or did something crazy. They just did something crazy. They fumbled or did something crazy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just uh, this time. I can't I just can't I can't believe we locked that down. And you know what's sad though? What well, well I guess what's sad or happy or whatever is that, and I don't like to talk about anybody's uh, division because last year the NFC East, for which uh, my commanders play in, along with the Giants, Eagles, and the Cowboys, we were all terrible. We would, we, you know, the Cowboys won the division, but all the other teams sucked. <laughs> we all sucked last year, and and in fact, um, this year. In the division that you guys play in, I think it's uh, the Saints, the uh, Falcons, Panthers, and Tampa Bay. Everybody in y'all division have a losing record. So all the Saints are, are I, well, I think you guys maybe four and seven or four and eight. Uh, you're only two games out of first place. I know that sounds bad, but it sounds good, you know? Yeah, but still, uh, God. Because I think. I mean, yeah, we got a chance. Now, you all don't have a chance for a wild card, but you can get in the playoffs, but you have to win the actual division. But the the the, uh, the Bucks lost today. <laughs> they lost today. So, uh, like I said, you guys are only two games out of first place. But you're even with everybody else, including the Panthers, 
Um, the Panthers and uh, that other team that played y'all division, the Falcons, which uh, we tried to help you guys out today when we beat the Falcons for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I gave some marching orders. I told my commander, look, go down there and beat them Falcons and help Jay, you know, <laughs> and help Jay out. But, hey, mm. I just don't know, man. Jay, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because I was just so I was just so disappointed in in what I saw from Kamara because you talking about this guy's supposed you know, hell, he fumbled the ball two times. You know, they said now football and it's a team sport, you don't blame everybody and, and whatever. You don't you don't you don't blame a particular player because, you know, it's a team effort. But if anybody need to put on some goat ears, <laughs> it's a they kind of screwed that game up. It has to be Aaron Kamara. He has to take a big long look in the mirror and say, "Man, I screwed this one up." Because defense. Anytime you hold a team to thirteen points, you can't blame that on your defense. Nah, we did a good job with defense. It's offense, like I said, it's offense. I don't know what happened, baby. We 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 we, we just wasn't there. We wasn't all there. Now the referees didn't help you guys out. They didn't help you guys out either because there's just one particular pass where um uh Hill threw a forty yard pass which would have which would have uh put you guys on about the fifteen yard line. This was early in the fourth quarter, and the referees come to some conclusion that the- <laughs> Yes. So that's I don't know how long this love hate relationship is going to go on between the Saints and the referees. I don't know what's going on, man. It's like you guys are always on the receiving end of a bad call. You're always on the receiving end of a bad call. The who that nation? I don't know. The who that nation? I just don't know, man. But Jay, like I said. I just could not believe you guys are on the three-yard line and you get four shots to make a touchdown and you guys wouldn't run the ball. So let me ask you why. Why Why you guys didn't run that ball? It's frustrating to watch. It's right there. Just run it. Could have walked in. <laughs> Jay said you could have walked. Roll a time. And they should at least try. They should at least try to run it at least twice. Yeah, four chances. They're on the three yard line. On the three. The three, not the ten, not the twenty yard. They are on the three, and then. Now I don't mean to 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 make you feel any more miserable about the game, but one particular offensive lineman, Cap. Every time you guys would get a drive going, he jump off sides. Was it Ramcheck? <laughs> Ramcheck. Mm-hmm. He kept jumping off sides, and then when he wasn't jumping off sides, he was holding, and then that would kill you guys' momentum every time. I was like, man, what are you doing? What are you doing? Jay, Jay, Jay and Grand Prairie. I don't understand yeah. it. I don't understand it. Jay and Grand Prairie, I don't understand it. Mm, all right. The Who That Nation. Hey, thank you for calling. <laughs> and I, ho- I hope this was yeah. therapeutic for you. <laughs> yeah. So can we get a, a, a how about them saints for the road? Nah. <laughs> Uh, who that said they gonna beat them fans? Thanks for calling, Jay. Uh, All right, bye, folks. That was that was Jay and uh, Grand Perry calling about them saints. Now Jay was kind of a she was kind of blue, but that's what football would do for you. See, when you are a fan, when you are a fan, you have to sit. You have to sit uh, ringside and watch this stuff. 
That's why I created this show. So if you are online and you just set, uh, you just have to be surfing online and you come across this show, you're like, what the hell am I listening to? This is Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. And if you want to call and be a live guest, the number is 940-329-4110. You call, I will put your behind right on. I will put your behind on the air right now. And you can either rip, rant, kick some knowledge, laugh, and, uh, you know, all things NFL, NFL-related. Yes, yes, indeed. So now, let's talk about, uh, let's do a little sponsorship. Then when we return, we're going to go over some scores. Maybe it'll make some people feel better. Might make some people feel worse. Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. You all know this show is always sponsored by Crown Royal. And I always start off by saying, discover Crown Royal blended Canadian whiskey. Patiently fit for a king. You guys know it's actually blended since 1939. And whenever I'm out crime fighting, <laughs> I reach for a bottle of Crown Royal. And you know what I say? After a, a cheer, crown me, baby. <laughs> That's Crown Royal. And drink Crown Royal responsibly, either by yourself or with somebody, but be responsible. All right. Now, <laughs> you guys know I don't wing this show. I have notes. I have notes. So now let's talk about some scores. Now, we know uh, week 12 actually kicked off uh, Thanksgiving Day with the, with the Thanksgiving games. We had the Cowboys they took it out on the helpless Giants. Now, I will tell you, and I got to be honest, the Cowboys play in the same division that, that my commanders play. Now, I cheer for all the other teams for the other than my commanders to lose. I do. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, we do. Now, that doesn't mean that when, when my Cowboy uh, fans call in that I'm going to be rude to them. No, 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 no. We're going to, you know, no, no, no. We, we don't do that here. But, you know, I want to see my team in the playoffs. That's why I'm a fan. Note all this commander stuff I got on. I'm a fan. But the Bills took on the Lions, and that was a good game. I started my, my Thanksgiving. I got up early, uh, got all the, uh, the the things that I had to do out the way, so I had nothing but um, football watching and eating turkey and dressing and all that good stuff. And then I took a quick nap and then, you know, about a 15 minute nap, but I still woke up in time to watch all of the games. Bills hung on against the lions, but I tell people, these are not your father's lions. They are not your father's lions at all. They gave the bills all they want. In fact, the lions had the the chance to win that game. And I thought they were going to win that game. They thought they were going to win that game, you know, and the lions play hard and it doesn't matter where, who will win? They will show up and they will play hard. The Lions play, the Detroit Lions play hard. And like I tell people, they are not your father's Lions. No, they played hard. And fresh off of a disappointment was the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings uh, took on the New England, New England Patriots. And I tell people, the Patriots are one team that you do not want to see in the playoffs uh, I talked about that last week with one of my callers, and we said, you know what? Bill Belichick knows how to scout and make plans for a big game. He knows how to plan for a big game. So that is one guy you don't want in the playoffs. Definitely you don't want in the playoffs. Yeah, I love when people call, and uh, you know it's all good. But like I said, that's one guy you don't uh, you don't want him in the playoffs at all. You know you don't want Belichick in the playoffs. So, uh, but they came out on the losing end. Uh, there was talk about he was going to bench his quarterback, but I guess he did and he held on. But it's all good in the neighborhood. Let me we got another caller. Sports Deb with F A Junior. Hey, what's up? I, I just. It's the Ravens extraordinaire, man. I, I know, I know you gonna get on the Hey, man, it's the boy Brandon Cooper back, and you know, I just can't. There's no excuses for losing. Brandon, let me let let, let 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 me set the tone here. 
<laughs> Let me set the tone here. Now, you know the gist of the show is that callers get two minutes to rip, rant, <laughs> laugh, kick some knowledge, but four be it for me to stop a man in the middle of a rant. So what say you, Brother Cooper? What are we going to do today? Okay, man, let's, let's just start from the top down. Number one, we got the easiest remaining schedule, but we have to learn. We cannot take that for granted at all because the Bengals are right there on our butts. Two, offensively, I don't know what we were trying to do. Are we trying to establish the one run? We're throwing some passes in there. But the way I'm looking at this Jaguars defense, I'm just like, there's, there's no way they can stop us doing what we do. So we went away from the game plan. You know what happens when you put the ball in the air too much. And then our defense was playing good. The last quarter, I have never seen a defense play that terribly. And Marcus Peters, why? Why is it always him? Every time it's a pressure situation, red zone, they're going to Marcus Peters. So I, it's tough, man. I mean, as a Ravens fan, those games like that, man, you can't lose, man, because the, the seating is tight in the AFC. Man, you got to take advantage, man. And this is a team. You can't give teams like this hope. I'm done, man. <laughs> you done? Yeah. You sure? <laughs> because the question, you know, I always ask you the same question and 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 uh and I always and what I because when I look at the Ravens, I always say, you know what? Do they get bored in the middle of the season? Because some teams some teams they can't turn it on unless they are playing um, you know, unless they're playing with a gun to their head or something. You know? Mhm. And it, it, it seems to me that sometimes the Ravens are that kind of a team. And, and, man, it seems like that. And I'm like, where was this sense of urgency in the first three quarters? Right. And then sometimes we get in crunch situations and we're just like, all right, we're going to have to win now. But I'm like, yo, Jack, all we should have done was run the ball, control the clock. We're winning. If we're, if we're just going to win by kicking field goals, cool. But once we took that 19-10 to 10 lead in the defense, I don't know what we're doing. We just giving up holes in the zone. People are out there just playing what they want to do. Marcus Peters just getting beaten man to man coverage. <laughs> Has he lost a step? It looked like I mean I mean pound for back. He can still he can still run, but it's just sometimes he just does tries to do his own thing and thinks he's too good for the system. Because sometimes the way he plays certain things, I'm just like yo, stop. Because uh, you know they're going to him all the time. Games on the line, they're throwing the Marcus Peters. Yeah, and, and 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 I'll tell you when I thought the game was on ice, when uh, you all hit that uh, that money receiver that you guys just uh, paid a lot of money. Well, not paid a lot of money, but you know what, um, my man Jackson, my man Jackson got deep. Y'all hit him on the bomb. I like okay. Yeah, it's church. And uh and and this is what I tell people, Brandon. I said, that young that young quarterback the Jags have, I said, he is going to the switch is gonna come on and I would hate to be the team when that when that switch comes on and all of a sudden the game slows down and he starts to be able to say, Yeah, I, I can play this game at a high at a high level and, and here let me show you. And I said, man, I do not want to be on the receiving end. It seemed to me like the switch came on for that young man today, and he's going to be probably. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. I saw that in, like, the closing drive. I was like, okay, like he is who we thought he was. Like, yes. He's a very talented, great quarterback. And I'm seeing, we're seeing a lot of progression this year. It's just that whole last year, we got to chalk that up to Urban Meyer. Like, right. I can't base Trevor Lawrence off that first year because that was a that was abysmal what Urban Meyer did. But now I'm starting to see him. They're getting him a few weapons. I like it. I like what I'm seeing. The Jaguars fans know for the rest of this decade. Okay, we 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 got something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 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 ATN left the game, and you know I was like, okay, but. It, 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 and I guess 
you know, when it comes to the Ravens, I can I'm on the outside looking in. So um that's why when I look at them, it's like okay, it's like sometimes they just get bored playing the game. Or and I don't want to say they don't have a killer instinct. But it's look like it's 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 there, but I feel like at times we start playing from a zone of comfort. And I don't know. Because you got to think those three and outs add up. You know, if you were controlling the clock, running the ball, and then you come out and run spread passes for three plays, then, well, that's that can arguably be less than a minute taken off the clock for so then they get the ball back. Like, you're just giving away extra possessions when you don't have to. Oh, I agree. I agree. Now, are they playing – are they playing – uh, my man, to to try to um, limit the wear and tear on him, because sometimes or <laughs> go ahead. But it, but my thing is, if you're going to design the offense around here, it's predicated on Lamar nearly running for a hundred yards a game. Like it, that's that's where we're at right now because we we chose in the off season and during the season before the trade deadline that we were just going to focus on running the ball, controlling the clock, you know, in this strong defense. Right. So it, look, it looks like Lamar has to continue to do what he needs to do. You know what I mean? Now, would it would it be better if we could win games with Lamar only rushing for 39 yards? Yes. <laughs> but we just don't have the receivers. But are they calling the game so that he don't have to make as many – expected explosive plays maybe it's almost like they're trying to get him to throw from the pocket a little bit more or is it that he's choosing to say you know what i'm tired of having to take that ice (laughs) that ice bath after every game and i'm gonna limit some of these hits or because it seems like there's a disconnect somewhere in there yeah but i can tell sometimes they call the plays they for sure want him to stay in the pocket more but if that's the case, then you should have. We should have got better personnel around him. You know what I mean? If you want to switch him to throwing sixty-five, running thirty-five, okay, cool. But we don't have the personnel for that. All we have is the personnel to run. But and I feel like sometimes that's what the play calls. I'm like, what, what do we do? We don't have to make up our mind, right? And, and, okay, you don't want you don't want Lamar Jackson to get hurt, but also we don't have no wide right receivers. And sometimes it seems like they they go back and forth in the middle of the game or at the beginning. It's like, okay, we're either going to start this game featuring Lamar Jackson. You know, here's Lamar Jackson. And then somewhere along the line, it's like, okay, someone makes a decision. Like, you know what, let's cut back on on uh, featuring Lamar Jackson. Let's, let's get some of these. And maybe that's what causes the offense to get a little bit stagnant because you break his rhythm. And then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter, okay, Lamar, go out there and do it again. It's like, you know, and that's what I see. And I may be wrong, but I'm just saying, that's my observation. It does, man. I mean, it's valid, but it's just hard to call it because, you know, after this season, they're going to want to give him a franchise tag. He's not playing on the franchise tag. It's, t- it's tough to call this year, man, because, Lamar is really betting on himself. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the business end of the NFL, you know, at the end of the the, the, the business end is that I think they're banking on the fact that they know Lamar cannot play another, I don't know, five, ten years at at the rate that he plays. And I think from – from the the business end, they're looking at, hey, let's get his best – I don't know, five years out of him. And if we can get that without having to be married to him with a big, long contract like like Watson got, because somewhere along the line, somebody's having that conversation that the, the way our quarterback plays and the wear and tear of this game, do we really want to be married to a big, long freaking contract like that? You know what I mean? But the thing is, the man is talented and he wins games. And he can throw the ball when given the personnel. My biggest thing is, hey, it's not Lamar's fault. Cleveland gave Deshaun Watson 
230 guaranteed for five years. Guaranteed. But but if, if, if that's going to restart the market, that's all I'm saying. Oh, I agree. I agree because at the end of the day, um, it's a business. And if they can get your skills for next to nothing, <laughs> then they will. I mean, you know, because we are we are fans. We look at it from a fan's perspective, which is, hey, man, entertain me, um, you know, take me to the playoff, take me deep into the playoff, give me a Super Bowl, and we're good. But when it comes to those who are in the, the, uh, on the business side, they're looking at, okay, hey, this guy plays like this. We know he can't continue to play like that because that's his style. I don't think Lamar's he I don't think he's never going to be. Now he may eventually uh cuz Michael Vick was like that. Eventually as Michael Vick got older, he realized, you know what? I got to throw from this pocket. Yeah. You know, and Nick, this, this best season was like that. That second year in Philly when he was like the starter, I was like, "Oh man." But you know what they did though, Brandon? They surrounded him with toys when he was in Philly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They realized if if we want him to not have to play like he's playing, we got to give him some toys. And you and I had that conversation. We have it all the time. You got to give Lamar some toys, man. Come on, now. I can't expect you to build, you know, build me a house and I don't give you the proper tools now. Mm-hmm. Because right now they're like, okay, at the end of the day, hey, man, we're, we're riding in this Lamar Jackson car. And it is taking us, a, and you know what I'm saying? We're doing what we want to do with it. It's making us happy, and we're good. And uh, fans are coming. We can market him. We're selling jerseys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, and as we say, man, long term, they got to do better, man. They got to give him some toys, man. Because when I look at uh, uh, Jalen from uh, the Eagles, man, look at, look what he has. And they and, and they're similar players now. Lamar's a lot more individually uh, athletic than than, than Jalen is. But at the end of the day, hey, look, all I'm saying is they wouldn't got AJ Brown. Yes, I, I keep I keep telling people, man. Cause remember they were saying that Josh Allen wasn't really that good, and then guess what happened? Oops, Stephon Diggs pops up. Give me some toys, man. Give me some toys, and I can play all day. Brandy, what happened with Dan Rogers? <laughs> Yeah, when they take when he lost his toys, now he don't want you know. See, when you were a kid, if you didn't, if you didn't, if things weren't going your way, you know, you took your ball and your toys and you went home. <laughs> That's what Aaron Rodgers is trying to do. But man, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Hey, my brother, appreciate you calling, man. And I, and I hope this was yes, sir, I, I hope this was therapeutic for you, brother, because uh, I think yes, I'm a little sir, bit more disappointed hurt, than you, man. You know how many people hit my phone saying we messed up so many parlays? <laughs> yeah, I imagine. I imagine. But, hey, man, get a plug in for you for what you guys do, brother. Oh, man, what's up, what's up? It's your boy Brandon Cooper from Grand Prairie, Texas, Ravens extraordinaire. Check my boys and I out at the D1 Ignit University podcast. That's D1-I-G-N-A-N-T University. We're on Anchor, Spotify. And we're on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Check us out. Um, also, fun fact, I found a Baltimore Ravens club <laughs> here in Dallas, and they go watch the game and play on Sunday. All right. That's good stuff. All right, brother. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Take it easy. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. What's up with you, my boy? Hey, what's going on? It's my homeboy, Glenn. Homeboy, Glenn. Hey, can you turn the volume up on your phone? Yes, you okay. How's it going, yeah, brother? Yeah, there we go. Right there. Right there, man. What say ye? Man, just sitting up here looking at these. Just sitting up here looking at my ego taking care of business like they're supposed to. <laughs> you know, man, there's a lot of people in our division hoping the Eagles uh, um Kind of, kind of fall by the wayside. But see, now me personally, um, I know we can't catch the Eagles, so I'm waiting for the demise of the Cowboys or the Giants because <laughs> we gonna catch one of them. Who we catch, I don't care about, yeah, but we gonna catch one of them. Uh, both of them. <laughs> both. 
Cause we Hopefully the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, man. I was talking to uh, uh, one of my callers, Brandon, and uh, we was going back and forth on uh, on uh, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens. Man, I told him, I said, man, it just seemed like uh, the Ravens like they get bored in the middle of the game, man. Just just take a nap in the middle of the game because. Uh, you know, hell, they lost. But you know what? A lot of teams were playing with backups today, man. Yeah, but, man, DeMar Jackson needs some help. <laughs> they, need to, they need to get him to receive him. Philadelphia's going to they, they, Philadelphia's gonna have to get them a, a, a run-stopping defense. But getting back to uh, DeMar Jackson, he needs help, man. He needs help real bad. He needs a receiver. You know, when he got Hollywood Brown with nothing big time, but right. that's the best thing they had. And, when and, they got rid of him, they and, had picked up nothing better. And and, and and usually, man, it takes a receiver about three or four years before he started coming to his own. So when you brought in Hollywood Brown as a, a, a you know, a rookie, he really wasn't going to help you out either. He need to do, they need to have done what the Eagles did, man. Just, hey, look, we finna go get you a veteran receiver. We're going to get you A.J. Brown, you know. And then we and, and then, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now man, I don't I don't understand why they won't want to get that man a, a quarterback. I mean, get that man a wide receiver. I'm sorry, get him a wide receiver, a number one wide receiver. Because really, that's all Lamar Jackson lacking. Yeah, you, know, you got the running game, you got everything else. The yeah. defense is not as strong as they used to be. They got good tight ends. Still kind of solid. They got good tight ends. Yeah, they got the tight ends and everything, but the, they need some wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You're right. And they should have went in that draft. This year past draft, they should have went in there and looked at some of the receivers. But, there were some good receivers come up out of there. But usually, man, it takes a receiver. See, you can't go into the draft and get you a rookie receiver and and, and think he's going to make a difference that first year because he's not. You got to go get you a veteran because the rookies, they, they don't come into their own like a, now, uh, a rookie running, uh, running back. Oh, he day one. Because he he's been doing the same thing in college they've been doing in the pros, but when uh, those rookies and the receivers when they get to the pros, man, they don't they don't really come into their own until like they second maybe third year. So it wouldn't have helped them to pull a rookie. They should have went went got a veteran, man. They should have got a veteran from somewhere. Yeah, they, yeah it's, a, it's a veteran receivers out there. They could have went after like a guy like Juju Smith. Yes, or you know. Like, like I said, even Odell. Yes. Beckham, but you know, you never knew how he was gonna do right after his. I kind of think he his career might be winding down, man. Yeah. Because, you know, after this little incident that happened yesterday or the day on the airport or something, yeah, yeah. gonna be teams gonna be kind of skeptical about yeah. picking him up now. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So I think he's kind of messing his career. His career on more look like it might go out on a sad ending. Yeah. You hate to see it go out like that. But you know, you know, he have had. Oh, go ahead. Now go ahead. he have had a good career, a short career, because injuries injuries uh, deprived him out of a lot of his uh, years in the league. But he really haven't had no more than about two or three great seasons. They were with the Giants. Yeah. Because he had did nothing in Cleveland, and you know he had that one good game starting out with the Rams in the Super Bowl. He got hurt. Yeah. So, I don't see him just coming back and just making the team that much better. But I'll tell you something, man, about uh, Odell Beckham, what people don't realize, he was never a great, great. Uh, now, what he what he's good at is when things break down, he is going to get open, and, and he's going to be right there where that quarterback needs. And he come, now he can make some spectacular catches, and that's what – um, Lamar Jackson them need. They need uh, and Dak. See, he's good for a quarterback that's not accurate. You don't have to throw the ball directly to him. You throw it around him, he's going to get it. Now, he ain't finna run no timing pattern and stuff like that, but he's going to get open, and you need those kind of guys to keep that drive going. And that's what I, I you know, now he, he, see, people um, people really jumped on his bandwagon because of that spectacular catch that he made. You remember that one that they showed that's over right. and over again? Yeah. But over and over. yes, but he was never, never really. If you go back and look at at um, a lot of his stats and things like that, 
he was never some guy that's going to just, you know, take it to the house, run uh, the team deep, and he's gone. But he he was a, he's a good receiver. I wouldn't call him a a, a possession receiver, but he's a, a he he kind of puts me in the mind of uh, who's the brother that plays for the Cardinals that uh, they got from um, from uh, uh, the Texans. Uh, 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 hop. Uh, 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 Andre Hopkins. Yes, he, he his style is just like Andre. Andre Hopkins is he, he's not the fastest receiver, but guess what? That brother's always open. Michael uh, Michael Thomas. He's is, a good it, route runner. Yes, Michael Thomas is not the fastest, but guess what? He's always open. He's always open. A great route runner. Yeah, and they know how to break that yeah. route off when the quarterback is in trouble. See, see, Odell Beckham, he's getting up in age now. You know, age kind of catching up with him a little bit. You know, now, Duke, he's been hurt, what, about the last, what, two or three years or longer? Well, man, I think Odell. And, you know, age I, I think Odell is, is, is uh, getting ready to sign him a contract based on reputation more than ability. I just think right now his, his agent, yeah, and he's trying to get, hey, man, give me one good, good payday and – because he got a ring, and as it, like you were saying, you're not bouncing back off of two knee surgeries and ever be what you uh, was. No, no. He's he looking for that money. He, yes, I don't blame him. He won't get that money. He, he probably won't get the money he he probably got you know earlier when he was in the, uh, New York. Oh no, or maybe when he first went to Cleveland. He's probably trying to get him a, a deal where he probably getting maybe about. Fifteen twenty million for over over I'd say over three years, and then he'll probably get out of that. He'll probably get maybe ten million guaranteed. If you if you can if you can make ten million dollars in two years, you good. And that's what he's probably looking at doing. Let me get a deal like that. I know he was young when he first came in the league, but I feel like he should have never left the Giants because he was the face of the organization. And when he when he left there, it looked like everything went downhill for him. Well, he never did paying out in Cleveland. Well, he has some, he, he was a little bit immature. That's why I was trying to tell you, man, a lot of times it takes those wide receivers, man, it takes them a year or two to just kind of, you know, get in and realize, you know what? You know, and, and what people don't realize, when you are a number one receiver, you still need a number two because if you ain't got a number two on the uh, on the opposite side, all they're going to do is roll that safety over and double-team you, and you, you're you not going to get any stats. You still need to have a good number two receiver, and and you need them to throw that guy the ball every once in a while so it allow you to get open a little bit more. That's correct. Man, I was looking at a little bit of 49ers. They looking real dangerous. Man, I watched all that game. They look like they're getting healthy. Yeah, they're getting, they getting healthy. And they're like they're getting it, they're slowly getting it together. The Forty Niners play. The Forty Niners play playoff football, which is we just play hard, basic football, basic block and tackle. Hard nose defense. Yeah, that's it. We ain't doing hard nose defense, a good running game, and a solid passing game. Nothing fancy. Not a great passing game, but a solid. Yeah, nothing, nothing fancy. And that's what they do. They wear you down. They wear you down. I got a feeling they're going to be, when the end of the season, everything goes as it should, it's going to be hard to take them out. It's going to be a hard out because they can play in all weather. They can. They prove they're going to Green Bay. Yeah, them 49ers. I think the only team right now that matches up with the 49ers as far as physicality is the Commanders. We can go toe to toe with them. Now, they got the only advantage they got. They got a better quarterback. <laughs> they got a better quarterback. Yeah, but, they, uh, the, the commanders, the commanders, which I call them the Commodores. <laughs> they, they, they got us. They, once when they open up their office, they gonna be hard. We gonna be hard. To the, we can't open up our office. We, who, 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 man? We open up the office, man. My boy throw four. I joke throw four, four interceptions in three seconds. <laughs> we can't open yeah, up the yeah. office. No sir. Man, that defense is so solid. It just man, I think I think y'all stole our defense from Pittsburgh. We need it to, man. We need to, man. But now, no, no, <laughs> man. They, they, we ain't gonna never have to open up the offense. Now nah, that is open as we gonna let Heineken do. He can open he can open up a Heineken when he get home. <laughs> but, but that's it, Doc. No, sir. Just like uh he throw two interceptions today. But I can live with Heineken throwing those in because he's at least throwing it downfield 
giving the guys, the playmakers, a chance to make a play. And if they get intercepted, then it's usually deep in the other team's territory. I get bent out of shape is when you fumble the ball on your own 15 or 30 and stuff like that. Now I'm pissed off. Everything else, I can like, okay, that's that's uh, okay. Because you're not putting do you it. Think, do you think Carson, Carson Wentz is going to get his job back? Oh, hell no. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sir. No, sir. You don't want him to get his job back? No, man. Carson Wentz, lucky we let him come to the game, man. <laughs> he, he lucky he get to be on the I team bus. Career, I think his career is over with. Well, they told him. Because he, he's not even a backup anymore. And, and and because, see, if he plays over 70% of uh, uh, the games, then we have to give uh, the Colts a second-round draft pick. So that's why he's not going to play. Oh, no, and he knows because why would we put you in there when you only won, what, one game and this other guy – He's won six out of seven games. Man, we have rebellion if they because of wins. I'd be leading it. <laughs> Clean, we have we have a rebellion. What was a uh, uh, New Orleans thinking about making a trade with Philadelphia? I don't know, man. Is Philadelphia gonna have a top? Is Philadelphia gonna have a top four or five pick? Yeah, in the, in the first round. And man, I looked. I, I I looked ahead, man. I I looked into the crystal ball last week. I was just trying to figure out what's what. Man, do you know Philadelphia got two or three first-round draft picks? picks you know? They That's got three correct, picks man. in the first. They, they got two? Yes. Uh, They're going to have a top-five pick before the season, the way things are going now. Yeah. They're going to be looking at getting Will Anderson or they, 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 a young kid from uh, Georgia uh, uh, at number 88, defensive lineman. Ross or something like that. Yeah, because they got they got I know they got two. They may have three picks in the first round. And I and, and hell we only got one. I think I was some like seventeen or whatever, and you know it is. But you know, um like I tell people, man, the season don't get look how many injuries we got, man. We got uh, uh well, the Jets the Jets just beat state quarterback, man, and that was because he said some crazy man. Uh, he lost the locker room. They asked him. They asked him. Uh, do you think he should take blame for the office not doing anything? That joker said, "Nah, nah, I don't take no blame." Yeah, yeah I think his career. I think his days in New York probably is over. Yeah, yeah, and I still think he's probably a good quarterback because they were winning with him. He's just immature. So somebody gonna fool around. Uh, New York gonna ship him out, and the Saints gonna end up getting him, and they gonna fool around. They have a pretty good because he's a pretty good little quarterback now. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, a pretty, he's a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he is. But you know, like I said, he was just immature. He said something stupid, and uh, you know, now the Texans they finally just got tired of uh, uh, Mills, and they went with uh, Carl Allen. He ain't really nothing because uh, hell, he was all back up. He lost his job to uh, to Heineke. They, they waiting on the quarterback. I, I think they're going to get that. I seen the mock draft last week. I think they're going to go after that quarterback from Alabama, Bryce Young. Well, see, now they're starting to say, mock draft, I think. Well, see, now they're start, starting to say, you know, he, because of his height, you know, that he made it. Because everybody looking at the yeah. uh, uh, Stroud as being the number one, and then I think it's a kid. He's from Florida State or Alabama. Not Alabama, Florida State or Florida and then you got uh, I forgot uh, there's another uh, kid. Now I'm gonna tell you somebody that's gonna slide through through the radar, and somebody gonna pick up a, a good little quarterback is Spencer Rattler. Be- because Spencer Rattler from uh, South Carolina, he is a decent quarterback. And, and, and see, I, I think with him, his arm was strong, and he just he just he was just thinking, you know what? I can just go out here and just make plays without listening to the to the to the coach. That's why he kept throwing interceptions and stuff. And he just, you know, um you know when he went to to uh, South Carolina, man, he's throwing that ball, man. And he's finally, finally reaching reaching his his Oh yeah, and he's finally reaching his, his potential. You know, at the end of the day. But I think I think he's gonna he's gonna fool around and uh He's gonna fool around and drop in the draft, and somebody gonna have a real good, uh, real good quarterback, man. You know, it's it's gonna be interesting, brother. It's gonna be interesting, and uh, you know, yeah, I'm looking forward for the second half of this season because, like I tell people, you still got a lot of football left. 
You know, anything can anything can happen. Got a lot you of football. And you know, like you said, the red daughter. Oh, go ahead. What and you know what I tell people, man? The season don't get started until you get around, eight, uh, you know, game eight, game nine. You start to look at people losing right. major injuries, man. Uh, look at the Rams. Well, how, well, right. But, you know, the Super Bowl champion damn near never gets back to uh, the Super Bowl. Hell. And look, the Rams, right. the hell, they got to lose. And, and I was telling Jay from uh, Grand Prairie that although, although the Saints are lost like eight games, Everybody in their division got losing uh, a losing record. I still think, and they just I two games, the, and, the, and the they, Falcons. oh yeah, even the Falcons, they all no more than a, a game, a two games out of first place because uh, Tampa Bay is like five and six, the Falcons are probably like uh, five and seven. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll make a call. They'll make a call later on in the season to help Tom Brady out. Yeah, somebody. You know, this is last year. Somebody got to. Somebody got to. Well, Glenn, it's been real, brother, and I appreciate it. It is time to wrap it and cap it, brother. You finna hear the sound of my music as we shut this bad boy down. Stay up, baby. I hate those cowboys. Nothing to do, baby. <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy. All right, you too, fam. All right, man. As we wrap it and cap it, as we bring season 12 to the end, I would like to thank Bridget from H-Town, Jay and Grand Prairie, Chris, the Cowboy fan, Brandon from D1 Ignite University, Big Time Raven Lover, along with my homeboy Glenn and all the country kin folks from Arkansas, Louisiana, and all those across the booth. And I'd like to especially thank those who listen to my show in Irving, Grand Prairie, Arlington, Virginia, and all over the United States. This is F.A. Jr. as I say on the yard. Stay golden, baby. <laughs>